It went away pretty fast after the CFL made that announcement yesterday. Wouldn't you say that they're no longer talking to the XFL? How about that? When you think about all the media types saying, well, if this didn't happen, big waste of time. Well, having these conversations with them exploring a possibility. They need to explore six, seven, eight possibilities and one will be good enough that it'll save the league and make up for all the time spent on the others. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Friday, everybody. It absolutely is. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show, so I say good day, Canada, and uh, to Canadian sports fans around the world. Thanks for checking in with us. We're in the bunker, and we're talking sports. We got Moose DuPont back. Ta-da! Finally back to normal. How are you, Moose? I'm amazing. I actually said to you, the name nickname Moose, I'm really liking it, and I said, am I the only one that calls you that? And you said, no. The viewers are calling me that now. So it's, it's slowly catching on. My mom's not yet. She's not when calling When she me does, it's a win. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moose DuPont. And the old-time hockey fans will know Andre Moose DuPont. That is in uh, his honor. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, it's been quite a week. We, we save Fridays for football, obviously. And we got some of our good friends coming up on the program today. Longtime BC Lions color commentator Julio Caravada will join us from the left coast. He, until a couple of years ago was the last Canadian to start a game at quarterback in the CFL, Julio Caravada. He was a punter by trade, won a great cup with the Lions, but he was a quarterback too. Brandon Banks changed that, and now Brandon Banks owns that honor. And I actually thought, Moose, do you think Brandon Banks, or sorry, uh, yeah, Brandon Banks is regretting his decision to become a cop in the Peel region, Toronto area? I know, right? Um, probably not. Probably not. I think he's pretty comfortable with that. But yeah, Air Canada. You might be thinking about it a little bit when football's back. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> and uh, the quarterback of the Edmonton Elks will be with us an hour too. Fear the deer. Trevor Harris is going to be with us, and he's a good friend of ours too. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get to the quick six show topics, and we welcome Moose back into the bunker. You were saying that you haven't been in here for ten days. Yeah. Crazy. Like last Tuesday was the last day in here. Wednesday was the travel day. So how about that? It's been a long time uh, coming. I'm not going to say that I missed the studio because it was great getting out of here and and doing those shows on location, but it's good to be back. You've been on golf courses. You've been in Montreal. You've been everywhere, man. Uh, By the way, uh, producer Clark asked our viewers that are watching on streaming Facebook and YouTube to check in from where they're watching from today. And I appreciate that. Uh, Lauren Smith checking in from Kamloops, home of BC Lions training camp. James in Borden, Manitoba says, Football Friday, let's go! Got Snowman checking in from Carolina. So please, if you're watching and you have the means to write, or you can send us a note on the Prairie Mobile text line, 306-840-8777. That is 840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Mobility dealer. Again, I know you're all waiting for our take on the biggest football news. Just hang on to your bingo cards for a second. Because we have, Darren, I'll let you take this over. Um, the Great Western Summer Photo Album. We're going to go with seven photos here. Why don't you narrate this if you don't mind? Yeah, I don't know which ones they pulled. We gave them a lot of photos here. So I guess uh, whip up some photos here. Ah! So I guess first time we've been together. This was in Montreal. In the studio, yeah, since the trip. So, uh, yeah, casual break and enter. That was kind of the theme of the trip, right? <laughs> I was scaling the fence. We didn't actually break into IGA Stadium. This is from in just the outside the stadium. Jari Park, but Jari Park, beautiful spot there in Montreal. Oh, yeah. um, and this was a shot inside the stadium. This is uh, Joe Beef, the number uh, two rated restaurant in the country. 
Your uh, your friend uh, Bob Marier, your sober coach, uh, got us in. Bob Marier treated us to that one. Best steak I've ever had. Which was awesome. So uh, that's uh, a great shot. This is uh, Stephen Ellis. Actually, he <laughs> spotted you on St. Catherine Street yes. on uh, Saturday night. off nights. Yeah, Saturday night. And uh, wanted to come over, say hi, and got a good photo there. So that mm-hmm. was fun. Weather was great. Uh, hey, that was uh, down on the water. That was on a yacht that we actually broke onto, too. That's where we had coffee in the morning, uh, right in the port of Old Montreal. Um, gorgeous spot overlooking the water. If we had more time, we were going to rent a boat. And there's Knuckles Nyland. <laughs> we picked up the dessert in front, but you should have seen him master in the kitchen. He had that going. We had veal, these beautiful lemon-roasted potatoes, green beans. Oh, man, it was all done right. Knuckles Nyland, and he is intense watching the game. There's That's his the crew. Uh, partner, Jamie, and there's Bob in the bottom left. Um, yeah, great spot. It was awesome to watch the game there. and That was Knuckles Nyland's house uh, in a suburb of Montreal, right on the river. My oh, God, it's man. so beautiful. Right on this the is water. You. This is you. And this is yesterday after uh, the golf was done, uh, craft an original 16 and sat and watched some of the golf uh, wrap up. So it was a good way to wrap up the trip. And that was just a little sample of, of Montreal, but... Uh, a lot of sun, a lot of uh, getting out and meeting people. And, and friends. And friends. The RP Show Summer Photo Albums presented by Great Western Brewing Company. Share with us how you're enjoying this summer and get a chance to be featured on the RP Show every Monday morning by using the hashtags RP Show or GW Beer Summer. Great Western Lager is the new great tasting beer to enjoy this summer. Locally made, get your Great Western Lager at a store near you. The viewers have reminded me that I was referring to Brandon Bridge but calling him Brandon Banks and I saw the weird look in your eyes. You're like, Rod, am I going to correct you or not? I'm sorry. Yes, that's what I meant. You people all knew what I meant. So thank you. And apologies to Brandon Bridge, who I still don't think is uh, regretting his decision to become a police officer in the Toronto area. Okay, so let's hit the quick six show topics. Thanks. And we're going to spend a lot of time on, uh, on this one. Number one. Four Saskatchewan Rough Riders come up with injured Achilles tendons yesterday all at once in a non-contact group workout at Mosaic Stadium. And by name, Larry Dean, Freddie Bishop III, Nelson Lacombo, their first-round pick this year, and another draft choice, Canadian running back Jonathan Femi Cole. Like, to say my phone blew up yesterday, it melted with this news out of Mosaic Stadium. And honestly, I just said, you know what? I'm not saying anything about it. Dunk will say something about it. And he led the nation in his coverage, as he always does. But... Word gets around fast. Like, I don't know who's uh, allowed to be in the stadium. I guess the riders hastily called a news conference, from what I understand. And general manager Jeremy O'Day explained the workout, explained what happened, explained how they're going to try to get over this. And the buzz in the league is, why are they having these workouts? We're not having these workouts. What are they doing over there? And my take, and it's my commentary today, on Cat Country and Rock 98.5 FM is Jeremy O'Day is a by-the-book guy. I've known him since the 90s. He doesn't fudge the rules. He doesn't break the rules. Now, are they guilty of maybe pushing their guys a little more than everybody else? That's possible. But their strength and conditioning coach, Clinton T. Spencer, is the best in the Canadian Football League and one of the best in pro football overall. Good friend of mine. So were they maybe pushing the guys... I don't know. That would sound a lot more likely to me than having an illegal, unsanctioned workout for their players. But, Darren, that's what the teams, other teams are saying in the league. And I saw Farhan say that on SportsCenter when I was watching his report on TSN that, hey, uh, the other teams are just going, what's up? Yeah, and I think we're looking at some of the other guys that are saying, look, at, 
we're not on the field yet. Why? Like, how are they on the field working out what's happening? And I'm with you on this. Like, I don't think they were doing anything illegal. I thought that, you know, probably looking at what they're allowed to do and maybe pushing the envelope a little bit, making sure they take advantage of all these workouts. But, you know, it brings up the question around the league now is, man, this happened really fast with the riders. I saw Derek Dennis, I think it was, tweeting about this is kind of what we were worried about jumping back in really quickly and with all this time off uh, that we'd have injuries and we're going to have more guys that are going to, a lot more turnover. Is this going to be the norm? Are we going to see this now, injuries like this, big ones in other teams as training camps open and guys get back on the field? But it's uh, it's devastating. Nelson Lacombo was likely a guy who could come in and play some meaningful snaps, some meaningful downs this year. And Larry Dean, of course, to anchor that linebacking core, it's tough. Two starters for sure. Freddie Bishop was supposed to replace Charleston Hughes. Larry Dean was supposed to replace Solomon Elamimian. And maybe three starters if you put Lacombo in there. So devastating to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders defense. And uh, people are writing in with all kinds of questions regarding that. Roger Yee in Calgary says, Morning, Rod. I'm glad you still use you people. I hope you people have a great weekend. Don Cherry with using the term you people. Probably didn't do anything wrong, but whatevs. Uh, Jennifer down at the Four Seasons says, scary for our riders this year. See, that's the thing. It is a football Friday, and I know we got all these football people that are watching because they always write in during the show, whether they're DMing me or texting me. You guys tell me what I need to know because the rosters are somewhat limited. What did the riders bring into quarantine? 97-ish. You had guys dropping out last minute like Brennan Labatt and LJ McRae. But now you lose four in one day, which just defies description. Like I saw the comments from Jeremy O'Day where he said, you might get two torn Achilles tendons in an entire season. Two at the most. That would be a lot. Yeah. Four in one afternoon? What? You know, when things happen that you can't explain, you know who's responsible. God. So the football gods, yeah, they were not smiling on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders yesterday. So, but that's the point with the limited rosters and the injuries you talked about. Whether it was the NBA or the NFL or the beloved Western Hockey League bubble that we worked in, the coaches and gyms were all wondering going in, there's going to be injuries. There, there's probably going to have to be a soft muscle injuries, poles, that kind of thing. Didn't really happen for, for those leagues. Right. It didn't really happen. Are we expecting that that's going to be the case, though, with CFL training camps open? on why, why is the CFL different than the other leagues, I guess, is my point. More time off. They've taken more time off, and the NFL didn't really take any time off, right? <laughs> right. They just kept rolling, and this is really high impact, high contact. Now you hope the guys have been working, right, continuing to work out, but that's still a little bit different. I don't. Imagine there's been any contact of any kind yet in any of these workouts because it's not training camp open yet. But, man, it's, uh, it's when you're stagnant for a long time and then you get going, you got to you know, stretch out a little bit and it's tough. Maybe that's just the time off, but it's a bit of a freak accident is what it kind of seems well, like. As I mentioned, we're getting hung up on point one, and that's fine because it is the biggest news in the Canadian Football League today, and it's a Flame Tech Football Friday and that is four riders rupturing their Achilles tendons. Uh, Corey and Aka, they're watching out in Winnipeg. He says, the Blue Bombers are laughing. Oh, they probably are, because the riders and the Bombers hate each other. You would expect that. Can we admit it? Yeah. 
Uh, from James and Borden, Manitoba. Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Canada's team. How about that? How about the ri- that? The rivalry's on. Oh, yeah. Um, a good question here from Mike Blackbird in Toronto. I was almost going to wear my Argos t-shirt today that I bought in the uh, Toronto airport last week and paid like friggin' $80 for it. How do they sleep at night in these airports? Egg salad sandwich I had was $22. Anyways, Mike said, what, what are your thoughts on the CBC article on the Argos? Unless you talked about it already. You have no idea what he's talking about, do you? Because it's a Canadian press story. I read it. I didn't read it on the CBC side. But it's all about the future of the Toronto Argonauts and how much trouble they're in. And you know what? I'm glad you asked, Mike Blackbird. But I'm like, why are we writing about this now? on the cusp of training camp and the trouble the Argos are in? I mean, that's just low-hanging fruit that we could talk about every single day. And the crux, Darren, of the story is, when the XFL comes back, whenever it does, maybe the, CFL, maybe the Argos leave the CFL and jump to the XFL on their own. Maybe MLSC tries to sell the Argos because they're not a money-making proposition. Maybe, maybe that's what happens with the Toronto Argonauts. Like, it's a literal here-we-go-again story. And the third option, I think, was maybe the MLSC tries to find a way to make the Argos viable financially. It goes back to what Arash said yesterday, where there's been no, from what we see, ingenious creativity for how the CFL is going to make money. It's just pounding a square peg into a round hole, which they've been doing for years, and they're back playing with, like, no... Changes from what we can see and praying that sports betting money is going to make them all rich. What do I think about the Argos article? That's the crux of it. I read it, but I don't care. Why are we talking about this? Why would you even write that article? Unless I've completely missed it. What do you think? Yeah, it just doesn't seem like the right time. I'm not interested now. Like, I mean, (laughs) now's not the time. We've been doing this for the last six months. Right. Talking about the business of the league and the teams of the league. You know, it's funny. We never talked about individual teams deciding to go XFL route or being scooped up by another league, which could happen. But even then, I'm not interested in getting into it right now because what I'm interested in is these injuries. I'm interested in training camps opening right away. I'm interested in, well, tomorrow, right? Training camps open tomorrow. I'm interested in the season now. And when they get on the field, let's look at what these depth charts look like. You know, I'm all in on the season. In the off-seasons when we can evaluate the business model, right? When you get to the season now, it's like, look at we got to put our energy on the season. That's why you shut down talks with the XFL and start to move forward. And once the season's going and you can kind of get going, then maybe you can revisit some of these things or look at them in the off-season, but not now. Uh, just bad timing for the article. No idea why they did it. All the Bomber fans have woken up. Andrew Komet watching on Facebook says, Go Blue! Jordan Ewart on YouTube says, ha, those Winnipeg fans sure think they're special. They are special. That's the thing. They're the defending Grey Cup champions. They waited 30 years. Let them have their due. They've been able to gloat for two years. And I will, uh, John Ohm in Winnipeg's watching. Ohm. He says, the reason you bought an Argo uniform, Rod, you like the logo? Pay attention, man. Yeah, it's my, one of my favorite unis in sports. Double blue. How can you get wrong? He spent five days with me. Most days you see me in blue. It's That's my right. favorite color by far and away. So when I had a chance to buy an Argos t-shirt, because they weren't going to send us any for free, they made that very clear. I had a chance to buy a t-shirt in the airport in Toronto, and I'm happy that I did. And uh, C. Walker watching 
in Winnipeg on YouTube says, never like to gloat on injuries, bad karma. Julio will probably have a take on that. You shouldn't gloat on your rival's injuries, but you can still cheer your rival's injuries. And I'll just tell you this, don't feel ill of me, but 2007 West Final, I'm sitting in the press box at BC Play Stadium, about to call the Riders and the Lions in the West Final. We're watching the East Final. I guess as you're looking at it, we're in Vancouver, Toronto, uh, Winnipeg's here. It was Winnipeg, Montreal, right? Kevin Glenn broke his arm. I think it was his left arm. And I was like, yes! And I love Kevin Glenn. For years, I called him Blue Streak. And he thought it was hilarious. We're very close friends. But I knew all the riders had to do was get past the BC Lions in the West Final, and they weren't going to win. The Bombers weren't going to win without Kevin Glenn, and that's exactly what happened. Is that gloating injuries? It's cheering injuries. And there was no bad karma there. I think we were all cheering it as a rider nation. Well, it just, yeah. You don't want to see it for the other guy. You don't want to. No. But any, br- any breaks you can catch along the way. It's business. It is. Uh, yeah, it helps. But. Hey, the warm-up's been brought to you by Ecole Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Estevan, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Ecole Electric, let's get to work. We're going to the West Coast to chat with the BC Lions. Julio Caravada next. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. You're watching on the Game Plus television network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds, full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com.